score after two periods here at the Mullins Center in Amherst is UMass 3, Merrimack nothing. Mike McMahon joins us here on ESPN New Hampshire for our second intermission. And, uh, Mike, before we get into all the, the scenarios and the permutations and so on, I would have to say, yeah, I mean, I know we've still got a period to play here, but this is not the way that Merrimack wanted to be heading into the playoffs, is it? No, not at all. No, I think, uh, you know, you want to go in with some momentum for sure, and they haven't had that tonight. Even, you know, when they had the power play earlier in the first period, they had a five-minute major. Part of it ends up being a 5-1-3, uh, and they just weren't able to do anything with it. Uh, really, I think they've struggled all over the ice. They've struggled with even strength. They've struggled with power play. Uh, they haven't really looked good in any particular area, uh, and I think when you're when you're headed into the playoffs like this, obviously, you know, you want momentum, and they're not providing that for themselves tonight. So, I mean, what is it? Is it, a, you know, are there bigger concerns? Is it just as simple as the fact that, well, they found out just before the game that they definitely had no shot at home ice? I mean, how much of a factor is that? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think that might play into it, you know, because I'm sure these guys knew, you know, uh, you can say they weren't paying attention, but I'm sure that somebody in that locker room had a phone out checking on that main UNH score, so I'm sure they knew, uh, you know, by the time they get in for warm-ups before they went out for the game that they couldn't have home ice. I don't know how much that paid into how much that played it in or not. Uh, I think this is just a building that they struggled here. I mean, for whatever reason, uh, even when they, they've played well here the last four years in terms of a record, uh, this seems to be a building that they struggle in. So I don't, I don't know if it's the ice, I don't know if it's the team, I don't know what it is, uh, but it, this just seems to be a place that they struggle. Alright, let's talk about these scenarios here. Uh, Warriors down 3 nothing. Uh, unless they come back with at least 3 in the third period, they're going to end up in 6th place, but how's everything else look? Uh, well, there's a couple of things I think we know, uh, or, or at least have a pretty good idea of. Uh, if you assume that UMass wins this game here tonight, Merrimack's in 6th. No matter what happens uh, in these other games, UMass, uh, Merrimack would finish in 6th. BC is up 5 nothing on Vermont at this point, so it looks like they're going to be second, if, if, as long as there isn't a tie in that Lowell Providence game. Uh, if there's a tie in that Lowell Providence game, BC actually wins the lead. Uh, but if, if there's a winner in that game, BC second. The winner of that Providence Lowell game is first. Then he gets into some different scenarios here. Uh, but I, I get three of them laid out here, and, and this is assuming a couple of things. It's assuming that BC is going to beat UVM, which it looks like it's going to happen. It's assuming UMass wins here, which looks like it's going to happen. And I'm also assuming in all three of these that BU beats Northeastern. Now, they're only up one nothing right now, uh, but it just that becomes the easiest thing to figure out because it, it guarantees that Merrimack's in six, whether or not they come back in this game tonight. So if Lowell wins, if those three things happen, and Lowell beats Providence, which they are beating them right now, Merrimack would finish in sixth, BU would finish in third, which means Merrimack would go to BU next weekend. And Lowell would win the league. Lowell, in that game. Lowell would win the league, exactly. Uh, if Providence wins that game, Providence would win the league, uh, and UNH would end up in a three-way tiebreaker finishing third, which means Merrimack would go to UNH next weekend. Uh, then if that game, let's say Providence comes back and ties that game, BC would end up winning the league, Providence would end up being the third-place team, Merrimack in sixth, and Merrimack would go to Providence. So there's still three different scenarios if you consider all of the games final right now except one. If Northeastern ties to BU or if Northeastern goes ahead of BU, everything I just told you goes out the window and changes all over again. So uh, basically, you know, we got 20 minutes of, of, of hockey left here in the regular season, and, and as far as who's Merrimack going to play next week, we have no idea. So let me ask you this then, um, looking at this. So the other two teams that you didn't mention are BC and Lowell. So 
I, I think because of BC winning, it's virtually impossible for them. To, you know, BC is going to finish at least second in the league, right? You know, I, I mean, second in yeah. terms of the after the tiebreakers are applied because the seedings is really what we're talking about here. Exactly. You could have three teams tied for first, but somebody's going to have to be the first seed, second, and third. So with BC winning, and they're going to win, they're at five to nothing here. That means Merrimack can't go to BC for the playoffs. That doesn't look like it's going to happen, no. Uh, because even in, even in a case here where you have a three-way tie, which would happen if BC wins and that Lowell Providence game goes to a tie, there's a three-way tie for first place. The way it works out, there's actually tri champions. All three would be considered regular season champions, I believe. Right, right. right. Okay, so then, uh, but then you apply tiebreakers for in terms of seeding, and BC ends up the number one seed right. coming out of that three way tie. Uh, Lowell would be second, Providence would be third. Right, so, and then the other team is Lowell, so is there a scenario here where you see Lowell ending up third? Uh, not, and again, I don't know for sure. I, I'd have to go back and see if Northeastern either tying or BU changes some of that. Uh, I, I, just, I just didn't have time. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> We're, we're, we're over here. Yeah, we're going by you know assuming that what we see, what's happening right now, will hold on. Exactly. Yeah. If everything that's happening right now holds on, they would go to BU because Lowell, Boston College, Boston University, and UMass here would all win. So if everything goes as it's going right now, they would go to BU. But right. and so if Providence, these three games are one goal games. Right. 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 So I mean that's the big one is Lowell and Providence. So if Providence comes back and that game ends up a tie, then they end up going to Providence. If Providence comes back and ends up winning, then and they end up going to New Hampshire. Exactly. So. Yeah, and if, if something happens, if BU doesn't win that game against Northeastern, if Northeastern takes a lead or if Northeastern ties that game, then all bets are off. I, it's, <laughs> that, that could completely change. I don't, I don't know what it does to it because I didn't have time to too, run that too yet. Too many scenarios. Ex exactly, yeah. So we're talking about literally, uh, at least it seems at this point, six possible scenarios. Not six different teams, but six possible scenarios. we got three of them done here. Uh, we'd have to do this again with Northeastern tying or beating you. So uh, there's actually nine different scenarios if you include a talk. So I mean, there's there's a lot of different things that can still happen. Uh, and as far as who they're going to play next week, we have no idea. Mike McMahon joining us from the Mac Report and also from the Eagle Tribune. And uh, the Warriors will be in play in Hockey East playoff action next week. So on the road, it looks like Lowell's the only one that's going to host starting on Thursday. So that means with the Warriors going on the road, and it looks like it would be unlikely that they would face Lowell or go to Lowell. And it looks like their series probably going to start on Friday as we told you earlier, you can uh, call the box office at Merrimack tomorrow at noon to get your name on the waiting list and then get your tickets on Monday, and they'll have tickets on Monday, so we wanna, wanted to make sure we let you know that, but uh, alright, Mike, so we got 20 minutes to play here, then playoffs, I mean, I realize this game uh, uh, took on much less significance for Merrimack than we thought that it might, he heading into the night, especially with Maine and New Hampshire, that game was back and forth tonight, and Maine uh, was winning at one point before UNH came back to tie and that ensured that the Warriors had no chance at home ice. But, uh, you know, playoffs right around the corner. Uh, been concerns over the last couple of weeks. Goal scoring, not where it's needed to be. Play in, in terms of right in front of the goaltender, you know, traffic, the high traffic areas of both set ends of the ice has not been what it was during that 7-1-2 and two streak. Uh, can they turn it around in a week? That's the big question. I think so. I mean, things seem to turn off in a week. You know, they, they went from, I mean, really, I mean, it seemed to flip rather quickly. So I, I don't 
don't see why they couldn't flip it back just as quick. Uh, especially, I mean, because we're talking about little things too. You're not talking about, uh, you know, oh, they don't have enough skill or, or anything that's, that's overwhelming. Uh, I think it's little things, like you said, like getting guys to the front of the net. That's one thing that, that I know they've talked about last week about learning from Lowell. I mean, Lowell defends so well, but really, all the goals that they scored against Merrimack last week, one thing they had in common was guys in, in front, whether it's traffic or banging home a rebound. So uh, I think they can learn from stuff like that. And I think when you get little things like that, those are easier to correct uh, than if you had, you know, large scale problems or depth problems or anything like that. I, I think these are little things I've got to tinker with. I mean, I mean, it requires them, you know, going out and actually doing it. Uh, but it doesn't seem like it's anything insurmountable. All right, Mike. Thanks for joining us and giving us those scenarios. We appreciate it. Keep us updated as the third period goes along, and we'll talk to you next week too. I'm sure. Thanks, Mike. Mike McMahon's been our guest here with the score: UMass three, Merrimack nothing. Back after this on ESPN New Hampshire.